0: So perhaps you're ready to uh, try to get more clarity around you know this this purpose that's calling you, and I want to offer some thoughts um, related to questions. Um, so how how do you do that, and and who actually does that? Um, now how do you determine? Um, you know how do you listen to? So what is the overarching purpose of the the organization? And the answer is that that's. You know, actually listening to that overarching purpose is a pretty mysterious process, right? Um, it, it From everything I hear um, You know, people Feel it suddenly bubble up from a deep place, you know, it's suddenly it's it's there and suddenly it feels right Right, and um, so it's not something that you can Simply reason yourself through that you can analyze your way into um, I I think that theory U has a lot to um, to offer about this. Um, so if you haven't come across theory U um, from Otto Scharmer, I I would look it up. Um, right, the theory U you know is because it's it's a U shape. You know, you you start from sort of a rational place and you you know try to understand the world and that you're operating in. So you you know try to fill your your senses and your understanding, but then at some point you always go through a deeper place um, and sometimes. That deeper place can be a walk in nature, or a moment of silence, or maybe a meditation, or you know, or even guided visualizations. Um uh, but something that brings you to a deeper place where something bubbles up and, and and suddenly you know something is there and and it and it feels right. And then you re-emerge from that, and then you see how do we bring this into, into the organization, the world that we're living in. Um and yeah so it it comes from a deep place and I I would urge you to consider that the purpose like like a vision like really anything sort of has a has a triple component right there is something like head heart and an instinct or gut right and and certainly I feel that um the quality of a of a purpose is that it has heart right is that it that it's filled with emotion right from sort of the the latin root of emotion you know this what puts you into motion The the purpose is something that's calling you Um, and so what you're what you're looking for is something that is that feels charged that feels right Um, and um, You know that that has that heart and gut quality to it that that isn't simply sort of an abstract an abstract notion so I would I would urge you to um, Look into theory you but also trust your own instincts, Um, you know, maybe you find a good coach or consultant who knows how to you know, help you go through that kind of process and, and unearth, you know, really what the what the purpose of the organization is. Um, and then there's a second question, which I find really interesting, which is the question of who, right? So who, you know, who is the person that, that listens and sort of at some point feels like they receive so sort of the clarity around the purpose? And it's really interesting, right? Uh, because in, you would think that, you know, certainly, if your organization is also moving to self-management, that is that you necessarily want you know the largest possible crowd, maybe all of the employees, to do that, to do that listening. Um, and I think that that's true. Um, that's one polarity. Um, but another polarity is the source, right? Um, I've already talked a little bit about this in video one point ten. I've mentioned uh, Peter Koenig's work around the source, um, which I find really interesting in. And Stimulating work that I came across after I I've written the book what Peter Koenig asserts and seems to have verified in hundreds and hundreds of workshops that he's done with um, Entrepreneurs all over the world is that in every organization. There's a person um, uh, You know, he calls a person the source that has sort of a more direct access to uh, intuitions an, he calls it sort of an information channel that tells that person, you know, what, what is the right decision for the organization. Right? Um, you know, sort the obvious example is sort of Steve Jobs at Apple, right? Obviously, was sort of the source for Apple, right? It was channeling sort of the future for Apple. And when he went away for a while, there was no more source, and Apple became rudderless and he came back in. And, right? um, and it seems to be true that. Um, even in perfectly decentralized self-managing organizations, um, there is a person that has sort of a preferred access to this information channel, um, and that we should recognize that. That that just seems to be reality. Um, remember, in self-managing organization, having access to that channel doesn't give you any more power. Than anybody else you still need to play by the advice process. It doesn't give you any hierarchical power You cannot impose every decision. It's actually just an asset for the organization and organizations who know how to use this well um, You know, they people really respect the source and Try to ask them like hey, do you have clarity around this? Do you have some guidance to offer? Knowing that that guidance comes from the source not from that person. Right? So one of the things that the source needs to do is to learn to distinguish between when am I speaking from source, when am I talking from my intuition, or when am I simply talking from my preferences, my ego, my personality. You know, when I say that um, you know we should acquire this other organization, is that simply my ego because I want to grow? Or is that really something that I felt deeply, you know, does this come from source? And so, This is just an asset for the organization and and a lot of, you know, that just gives the person sort of a natural authority, but doesn't give it power And so there's these two polarities um, that I think we would do well to respect One is, you know, there just seems to be a person that has that particular power of listening And then there's the power of listening of everyone else And, And so I think the best processes are processes that honor both of these things do back and forth, or have that person be part of that group, but recognize, uh, you know, give it some some particular listening time to that person. Um, One example for me of that is is Jean-Francois Zubrist who explained how at FAVI, um, you know, they determined FAVI's purpose, and they just met um, every Friday afternoon for a number of Fridays to just try to listen to what the organization's purpose was, but Jean-Francois Zubrist was part of the group and certainly had you know, sort of a determinant role in it, um, and and so you, you you brought both of these both of these together. Um, so yeah, um, I think you know you do well to to recognize these two components. Um, and just referring to the last video, I'd, I'd I'd really urge you to only go on this journey if you're willing to actually receive what the organization's purpose is. All right, um, don't go on that journey if you're not ready for it, right? I, you know, so many organizations have, I mentioned this in a previous video, really sort of a destructive purpose um, and aren't willing to listen. And then what ends up is that you simply sort of write sort of a vague purpose statement around your existing business. Hmm, with all of the products and services that we offer, hmm, this sounds like a purpose that would encompass that all. And then you end up with these fake wooly statements. You actually haven't listened to anything, you're simply sort of described what, what already exists. Um, uh, one last thought is as um, interesting to me um, that some of the organizations like uh, FAVI, and Morningstar that I researched, really their purpose wasn't so much related to what they do. You know, one case making ketchup or um, the other case um, you know, producing Um, Elements that go into the gearbox of the car Uh, But what their purpose truly was about was how we relate to one another Right is had to do with self-management and just how you know, we are together as human beings in an organization And I found that interesting right and that feels like sort the logic way to go for a lot of organizations that make very mundane everyday Products um, And and some people feel uncomfortable with that they feel like this might simply be chickening out right is that That you know, we're still perpetuating sort of the game of, of this resource depleting capitalism um, And we're not willing to look at you know What are the products and services that we make and there might be some truth to that But I but I also feel that organizations like Fabian Morningstar have served evolution really well um, and and so there is an avenue to think about your purpose, not only in terms of what you produce out in the world, but also how you produce it, um, you know, how we come together um, as human beings and organizations. Perhaps you've noticed there is no paywall, no monthly membership to access this video series. That's because the videos live in the gift economy. This is how it works. I gift everything that goes into making the videos, my time, energy, and insights. And you get to choose what feels right to gift back. Please take a moment to reflect on what would feel good to give in return to help me continue doing this work. Thank you.